Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bell Star. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Schneider uh, and others, and they're going into the Out of Africa Primitive Art Store, and I believe they're going to be trying to buy some gifts. We'll see what happens. I don't know. (laughs) 
Hey, may I help you? Yeah. This is kind of neat. What is it? Oh, it's from New Guinea. It's a ceremonial spirit box. Wow, that's cool. What do you do with it? You put your weed in there. <laughs> this is neat. Is this from South America? You bet. That's the Yanomanu ancestral from Brazil. It's carved from deer bone. You only make one every seven years. It's really rare. What do you use it for? You put your weed in there. <laughs> okay. No problem. Oh, I'm so easy like that. Where's this from? Oh, no. Oh, it's from Borneo. It's for a Sulawesi puberty ritual. It symbolizes the journey into adulthood. Really? Yeah. And you put your weed in here. <laughs> so this has actually been used in puberty rituals? Yeah. And you put your weed in there. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Just barely. No problem. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's excuse me. Oh, this is great. <laughs> you put your weed in there. <laughs> so serious, too. And he's so excited Actually, uh, about the item. Looking for a gift for my mother. Is there anything in here that doesn't involve weed? <laughs> oh. Well, you can get her this. <laughs> it's a Senegalese talking drum. Only the head shame in the Senegal is allowed to use it. Wow. That'd be great. She might like something like that. You know what I'd do if I bought it? <laughs> I'd put my weed in there. <laughs> right in there. <laughs> oh, wait. I got something else. Ah. This is the Javanese rain stick. Yeah, it's for a fertility dance. <laughs> you can put it in your apartment and hang a plant from it. That'd be cool. She has a lot of plants. That might be good. You sure she doesn't like weed? <laughs> yeah, Not yeah, anymore, sure. man. It's too bad because it goes right in here. It's <laughs> <laughs> right, It's right. really great. He flips his hair back. Hey. Look, man, there's nothing in here that you can put weed into. I just want to tell you, you left your lights on. I've turned them off for you. Okay, maybe there's some things in here that you can put tobacco into or incense or spices into, but definitely not weed. What the hell are you talking about? Okay, I guess if this opened up, you could put weed in it, but I can't get it open. It's not like there's weed in there. What is this? Weed? <laughs> You're under arrest. All right, but don't bother checking the store because there's no weed in that. There's no weed in that, and there's no weed in that. Well, you can talk about it down at the station. Don't bother checking the back of the store. No weed. Oh, we love Canada. Yeah, we do. And even this is a little theme song, so happy to hear it. Listen to that. What else smoking out there? Are you doing? Are you editing? 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 Um, you know what I'm talking about. You, know, you, you know. Come on. Uh, here on. No, oh, wait, oh, oh yeah. uh, so Graham Norton. Oh, okay. Come on, because that's a good one. Graham Norton. Let's Graham see. Norton. Yeah. All right. Graham Norton on weed. Yeah, that was a funny one. That was a really, really. Mm. <laughs>
that isn't none of these look like that. Um, hmm. I don't know who uh, hmm. he's a British talk show host. Yeah, isn't that the one? Um, that's the only one I can think of that wasn't that the one. You know that one. All right. Well, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Yep, it's going to be one of those kinds of shows. We're eating eggs, drinking organic green tea with jasmine pearl. Ooh. Oh, that's Ooh. right. Ooh. You know it. It's beginning to look a lot like Oh, you guys, you have let's see. So if you count today, I have 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and the 24th, my brother, my oldest brother and I would be racing to the mall together to try and find something. And then we'd race that home and say, all right, go wrap it. <laughs> that was it. I'd be wrapping presents. <laughs> yeah. Um, we stuck our little sister. <laughs> so you guys have six days. <laughs> and that's if you celebrate Christmas on the 24th because, you know, you got to get in there early morning the Target and probably, you know. Right now, you know who's got some funny Christmas cards? It's Walgreens. Oh my God, that one. Gingerbread house. We have a little gingerbread realtor saying this is just refrosted last year, and the gumdrops are new. <laughs> and the little everybody wants some gumdrops. Yeah, because I have new gumdrops. And the little gingerbread couple says it's couldn't even help myself. All right, so Love should we it. talk about weed? Let's talk about Tumbleweed Cell Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. Beautiful brand new signs out front, A-frames, signs all over. We love eggs. And um, um, come see our new, I love our beautiful new display cases. Silver Sister, we give her the biggest hand. Putting on them together. They're really awesome. They're really pretty. And they just light everything up. I, like I know. Them. I love them. I like it. And you can see everything we have now. It's like, let's get cram that stuff in there. Get it all in there. I want everything in there. Let's see what we got. Let's yeah. get this out there. So awesome. If you um, if you go to tumbleweedcellcenter.com, and I swear, the new website's coming soon. Um, if you are in Tucson or in the surrounding areas, heck, come on up from the Dragoon. We'll certify it. If you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of <clears throat> Alzheimer's. And this is a great part about our program, and I say this every time. I'm going to keep saying it every time. A chronic or a debilitating disease or just the treatment for it. So if they put you on medication that, that's giving you headaches, that's making you nauseous, that's, you know, upsetting your stomach, that kind of stuff, you can get your medical marijuana card. Um, if if you get wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those um, with characteristics of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call, 520-838-4430, THC Tucson at gmail.com, and you can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. 
maybe yeah, swish it around. And uh, check out the links and information there. You can book your appointments there. Um, you can find out information about our radio show. And we'd like to say good morning to Silver Sister in Grand Island, New York. I bet it's like below morning, zero. Silver, and um, Lake Effect, that's all I have to say, is Lake Effect, which, um, besides, we do. I used to watch the news and I'd see cars 16 feet under the snow. I go, who the hell would want to live there? And then I did, and there you go. <laughs> Um, that's intense trying to get to your car without falling because every day I was so afraid I was just because I did you know we all fall it's icy and it's slick and the, the probability of I would be so mad. nine months worth of snow and you falling once during that time it's a pretty big chance that's gonna happen oh and my best friend just got her license congratulations Eve we'll call you Eve and um, so she my best friend was saying in a message to us Bessie she was, you know, nervous about her driving in the snow, and I would like to share how I learned to drive in the snow <laughs> with Atari. Yes, you're welcome. Ice racing, say little mini cars. Because I remember that <laughs> you're going around the corner, and you take your foot off the gas, and you just let the, you know, just turn just a little. You'll just slide <laughs> that turn, and boy, <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, be careful on the roadie. Um, no one paying attention. I did get smashed up in uh, Des Moines because some girl was on her way to her interview. Her mother told her not to go. She raced out the door, it was snowing, slid across three lanes, and bam, that was our car. That was done. So be careful. Just, you know, super watch what you're doing out there. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it'll get you. It'll creep up on you, those, those people who aren't watching, especially when it starts raining, people freak out. Like, their tires are gonna just like suddenly come off the ground, and they're not gonna stay on the ground anymore. <laughs> so, um, people driving in the rain, it's okay. You know, put the wipers Let on. Let it go. Let it go. Take a deep breath. Cannabis Kids does a lot of breathing classes, and so it's just we need mm-hmm. to breathe more. Breathe more. Relax and let it go. Yeah, I need to take that <laughs> own advice. <laughs> and thank you, Growers House. Uh, for supplying everybody out there with super awesome deals. I'm sure they've got some smoking hot deals uh, right now for Christmas time. So get on down to 3635 East 34th Street, Tucson, Arizona. Um, family owned, awesome folks down there. Family Great. owned and operated. Nate and Paul. I used to say Paul and Nate, but it sounds like Paul and Nate. It's Paul and Nate. Um, Get on down to the new building and check it out. We also want to give a shout-out to Canada Health Online Digital Magazine for doing their thing. Canada Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Exactly. Don't miss another issue. And what more do you want? It's free. You sit there, and it comes to your desk, and then you get all your great news. And you know what else is great news? The 2000 Farm Bill passes through Congress will now go to the president's desk. 
here we go. On Tuesday, the Senate voted 87 to 13. Let's clap for that. Who are the 13 that voted no on this? I want their names. I want to read the whole farm bill, though. Maybe they voted no for So we have to always ask who, what, where, when, why, how. Before we can just say, oh, those 13 are lame. Well, Well, you know. uh, You know, we don't want to call any, you know. I mean, we just want to know why. Like, we were all ready to go for marijuana here until we read. Okay, you pull it up and I'll read the story. The massive legislation is the primary agriculture and food policy tool of the federal government, dealing with trade, rural development, farm subsidies, conservation, research, food, and nutrition programs, and much more. Excellent. The, com- uh, the components of the 2018 Farm Bill <clears throat> address changes to the federal food aid program, SNAP, forestry and conservation, crop insurance, and measures aimed to help farmers hurting from Trump's trade war with China. Uh, this year's Farm Bill also includes far-reaching provisions that lift the ban on hemp, authorize hemp production and research, and amend the Controlled Substances Act. And if the House votes to pass the bill and Trump signs it, the U.S. government will have lifted its long-standing prohibition on commercial hemp. <laughs> Renewed roughly every half decade. The Farm Bill is traditionally a highly controversial piece of legislation. The 2018 Farm Bill was no different, prompting such intense debate that Congress failed to pass it before the previous bill expired on September 30th. Among the major points of contestation was the issue of requirement for the uh, the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, SNAP. SNAP is a federal food aid program, a.k.a. food stamps, that more than 40 million Americans, 12% of the population, rely on. That's a huge percent. Republicans in Congress and President Trump had pushed for stricter requirements for food stamp recipients, but after Democrats regained control of the House in midterm elections, Republicans had to walk back their more radical proposals. One component of the farm bill that faced virtually no opposition, however, was Senator Mitch McConnell's proposals to legalize industrial hemp. You bet golf clap for that. McConnell had already added some hemp-related provisions for the two thousand to the 2014 Farm Bill that led to the 35 states establishing hemp cultivation industries, but the 2018 version of the bill goes even further. In the first place, the 2018 Farm Bill would authorize hemp as a supplemental and alternative crop. That's so awesome. It would allow federal agencies to assess the economic viability of hemp's production and sale, and it would authorize federal agriculture research into hemp cultivation and production. <clears throat> With 35 states having already legalized commercial, the 2018 Farm Bill would permit interstate co- uh, commerce and resolve legal questions about the le- uh, legality of hemp-based products. Oh, and that alone right there is worth it. Just mm-hmm. let everybody have it legally so you're not freaking everybody out. Furthermore, Um, The 2018 Farm Bill would amend the Controlled Substances Act, the CSA. Uh, Since 1970, the CSA has listed hemp, along with heroin and methamphetamine, as a Schedule I controlled substance. If it passes, the Farm Bill would alter the CSA for the first time, exempting the entire hemp plant and all of its derivatives from Schedule I designation. To do this, the bill changes the definition of hemp to include any of its extracts, seeds, acids, salts, and isomers that do not exceed 0.3% THC by dry weight. 
Additionally, the 2018 Farm Bill gives states control over regulating hemp cultivation, and it gives hemp farmers access to federal crop insurance for the first time. These changes stand to transform the U.S. hemp industry. States that have already established industries would no longer have to worry about federal enforcement actions, and more farmers would have access um, the safety net needed to securely invest in hemp cultivation, would have access to, they forgot their little two. Uh, furthermore, the bill would uh, catalyze the already booming hemp-derived CBD market. Analysts <clears throat> expect the total CBD industry in the U.S. to top $22 billion over the next four years. Hemp is an excellent source of cannabidiol, CBD, the non-psychoactive cannabinoid at the center of many medical cannabis treatments. Thus, if the Farm Bill passes, the U.S. could see the FDA start to elevate. Oh, sorry. Well, and it would elevate and it would evaluate hemp-derived products, including CBD. In other words, the 2018 Farm Bill would open a path for the federal and approval, a federal approval and regulation of CBD products for medicinal and therapeutic use. The lame duck house will vote on the 2018 farm bill today. If it clears the house, the bill will head to Trump for signing or veto. And I wonder when, when he's going to take a look at the bill. That's what I'd like to know. And then how long does that take to get everything going? Um, we got it. Inquiring minds want to know. Inquiring minds. Inquiring minds. We got to figure this out. Um, no, I'm checking out High Times right now, but I did post, if you go to, um, howdy to any uh, bloggers out there, we love our bloggers, I like to say hi, and um, see how you're all doing out there, what you're smoking. Now, I did post on Facebook, and I'm learning how to find my articles that I post now, because I post a lot of, I just, I repost is what I do, I don't, I don't yeah. even know where all this stuff comes from, I just um, repost. A lot of news articles that we've got from um, trusted sources. Um, we work with a lot with the Cannabis Now, um, High Times. Um, uh, some of the stuff comes from our other good friends from uh, out of state, um, like uh, Robert Platchorn. Um, who else have we got? Um, this is a fun one. It's Christmas time. Everybody. Heidi Hanford, Urban Rupert, Doug Fine. We've got our core four, but then yeah, we should go so many things out there. Robert stuff. Melanie. You should go. Oh. If you guys don't follow Robert Mel, Dr. Bob, Dr. Robert Melanie, you need to follow his post. This guy is a uh, cannabis extremist extraordinary. Uh, follow that guy. So here's, we're going to read a little article on how to train your marijuana plants to improve your yield. Oh. Um, whether you have a cannabis garden that is large or small, or whether it's grown indoor or outdoors, it's helpful to train those marijuana plants just to improve its yield. The quality of your yield will also be improved. However, it's going to depend on the methods used. There are usually two distinct uh, categories to consider. One is high-stress training, <clears throat> and one is low-stress training. The low-stress training will not directly damage your marijuana plants. The high-stress training will involve removing or breaking off the marijuana plants. I don't, I don't think that's high-stress. Unless they're talking about pruning. I mean, everybody prunes and nature prunes. Look at the bottom third of all the trees out there right now. If you look up there, there's a ski tree and a big uh, uh, eucalyptus. Mm -hmm. The bottom third doesn't even have the leaves. They're naturally right. like that. So we'll see what they mean by that. See, now I can jump into conclusions. I'm getting all excited. <laughs> what I do in Scorpio. 
Alright, high stress or low stress? The objective of training a marijuana plant using any of these techniques is to change the plant's chemical balance. It is left to naturally grow. Oh, if it's left to naturally grow, marijuana will produce the topmost bud or the one primary cola, which will uh, reach the height that it can naturally grow. However, this may not produce the quality and yield you want. If you have a cannabis garden inside your home or a building, you cannot bring the lighting too near to the top cola, and the cannabis buds on the lower level will get less exposure to light. When you train your marijuana plants appropriately, the exposure to lighting will be evenly distributed. The growth of a marijuana plant is dictated by auxin, which is a special plant hormone. The auxin carries a high concentration of cannabis in, uh, cannabis plants, and most of the concentration is towards the top of the plant. This promotes your marijuana plant to put more emphasis on upward growth through its main stalk. The technique used for training your marijuana plants will reduce the upward growth, encouraging even growth, which will produce more colas at low stress training techniques. We can have more colas. More colas are better. We like more colas. Low stress training is going to need more of your time and effort. However, despite the time and effort, your yield will show improvement and plants will be kept healthy. Low stress training is usually better for indoor growing. One particular method of low stress uh, training is screen of green, which is used in indoor hydroponic systems for the best results. With LST, um, the, meth- the marijuana plants are bent while they, are, they grow and tying the branches if they're too long. Okay, done that before. This results in more plant hormone being distributed throughout the plant. The screen of green or scrog method involves the use of a screen which creates a canopy. So you wouldn't tie down the plant. The plant would grow through the screen instead. When the branches grow and push through the screen, you would tuck it back into the screen. During the flowering stage, you would have a cannabis garden that is well-supported and able to produce even more evenly spaced colas. High-stress training. <clears throat> uh, the high-stress training techniques are usually used in large cannabis gardens outdoors. These techniques need fewer materials and less time. This method is done primarily while in the vegetative phase. Try not to stress your marijuana plants with this technique while they are in the flowering phase. Topping is one of the best high-stress techniques. You will need no additional tools. Your fingernails will work because all you are doing is removing the top of the marijuana plant. Doing so um, will ensure that the top marijuana buds turn into two new branches, shocking the remaining marijuana plants and thus promoting growth in the lower-level branches. Growing marijuana plants at home for a good yield can be easier than you think. To do this right, you can find more online or you can go to Cannabis Training University, and we can uh, we can uh, supply you with a little link there if you want to learn how to grow. That was a quick little little grow uh, grow article, grow tips. Um, grow articles are so so informative. They are. I didn't know about the the oxen. Is that what it's called? The oxen. Oxen. Um, you have your own oxen. I know. So I'm going to um, at, at least a pair. You know, that, that'll get me across. I'm going to post this article. You want to put your yoke. What I was taught to do was to take off the very bottom foliage. That way it doesn't, your plant doesn't um, direct its energy there, direct it more towards the growing bud. So if you have less 
you know, what I call pop boots. They're just the little itty bitty things in the bottom. Um, which I have some for you. Yeah. Uh, remind me. I love it, Stressing all out of there. No, smoke some weed and you'll be totally fine. Um, at any rate, from the bottom up, you know, and uh, it'll promote more energy growing towards the top of the canopy where your cola is. Now you know how to get two colas. You top it. I I thought about you know doing that, and uh, that always makes me nervous. Popping plants, it's just a little scary. Yeah. You know, you know, probably doesn't feel good for the plant at first either. <laughs> A lot of screaming involved. Yeah, probably. But you want to know what does feel good. Ready for it? I am. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke. 
dragon can be planned out of the pit of prohibition. Leaves on uh, leaves has opened the door to the legal sale of plethora of new exciting cannabis strains, each one carefully grown to alleviate the symptoms of various health conditions ranging from anxiety to pain. In many cases, cannabis uh, in many cases marijuana is being used to replace prescription drugs, over-the-counter, pain relievers, and even alcohol in states where it's legal. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we know that cannabis is a plant that contains magical me- uh, medical magic in the form of cannabinoids. So what are cannabinoids? Uh, cannabis contains a slew of compounds called cannabinoids, which supplement the function of the human body. Cannabinoids work by attaching by attaching themselves to various receptors in the human endocannabinoid system. <laughs> Say that one ten times fast. Allowing the cannabis user the ability to alter various aspects of everyday life, from appetite to mood. These components essentially fill in the blanks where the endocannabinoid system fails to produce. Cannabinoids basically go where they are needed in order to provide the user with relief from uncomfortable situations or circumstances brought on by anxiety, pain, inflammation, and nausea. What makes cannabinoids different than opioids? Because the way that they attach to the brain is similar, Mm. is all they want to do is wrap the user like a warm blanket. Mm. Like man-made drugs, cannabinoids cannot bring the um, cannot bring on the reaper. Still, the day, uh, still to this day, not a single person has died as a result of consuming too much cannabis, and we owe it all to the charm of the cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. How they work in simple terms. In order to gain a better understanding of cannabinoids, it is best to abandon the scientific hubbubba and approach the subject in similar terms. Think of them as street gangs fighting a turf war over the evil personal elements. They are more than 80 cannabinoids with the cannabis plant all battling it out in unison to ensure the user achieves the desired effect. But the compounds do not come alive without a little fire. And we do mean this quite literally. <clears throat> cannabinoids begin as cannabinoid acids that first need to be decarboxylated or brought to life by a heat source. So what so that they convert from raw cannabis cannabinoids to cannabinoids. This chemistry is what makes it impossible to get stoned by simply consuming raw cannabis because the THC cannabinoid has not been decarboxylated from its raw form of THCA. The THC cannabinoid is the most popular cannabis scientific is the most popular cannabinoid scientifically scientifically known as delta nine tetrahydrocannabinol mm-hmm. because it produces the stone effect that we have all grown to enjoy. Another popular cannabinoid is the cannabidiol CBD. The non-intoxicating <clears throat> component, best known for its power to re- re- reduce 
seizures in epilepsy patients instantly, and however, only THC has the ability to get the user high. The rest of the cannabinoids do not come with this clout, but that does not mean that they are any less important in the overall scheme of med- medical function. Some of these cannabinoids, oh, some like cannabigerol, the CBG, and the Delta-8 tetrahydrocannabinol, THC-8, have been shown to reduce the size of tumors and even slow down the brain deterioration associated with Alzheimer's disease. The potent health benefits from the list of the unsung heroes are vast, and there is even evidence that the, pre- the presence of, of these as what somewhat silent cannabinoids is a crucial in delivering the psychoactive punch of THC. Experimenting with cannabinoids, there's, there, there will be hopefully come a day when the federal government allows the cannabis plant to be studied in a manner that allows the scientific community to gain a better understanding of how each of these cannabinoids can improve the quality of life, the sick or just those sick of it. Until we until then we are going to sorry. Until then we are going to have to go out about to go about it the old fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Through lots of self experimentation, we are almost certain that these will will not be a problem for you and me. Tell us what you know about cannabinoids. Yeah, tell us what you know. Uh, And that's the thing. Most people, they come in, they don't don't know. And and that's just, that's a great little article. CBD is one of many, many, many cannabinoids, uh, super beneficial cannabinoids that the plant has. And um, I think, you know, we're, we're, it's so awesome. High five. High five. You get to witness all the history being made. Mm-hmm. It's so great. We're right It here. really is amazing. Um, just, I mean, a lot of this stuff for me is, you know, um, a repeat, but um, I can't really can't wait until we get to start studying it more. And Speaking of studying it more, check uh-huh. this out. There's a new state-of-the-art cannabis uh, testing lab opening in Scottsdale, January 1st. Yeah. Yeah. A father-son team with a passion for Arizona's medical marijuana industry is opening Level 1 Labs. I don't know, but we're going to have them on the radio. We'll have to get them on there. A marijuana testing lab in Scottsdale, January 1st. Uh, Out of 33 states that have approved medical marijuana programs, Arizona is currently one of two states that does not protect patient health by requiring testing. I'm sure that's not really true. I thought it. I thought that we did require testing. But it's a level four felony um, if you didn't test uh, your medicine. Okay. I think that's in in the prop. We'll have well, to check that out. Definitely know that it's not being. Um, no, no, no one's definitely upholding that by any means. Fortunately, most dispensaries in Arizona choose to grow their marijuana. Marijuana. They're marijuana. I take marijuana I as marijuana. naturally as possible and regularly test their product. Uh, George Griffith and his son Connor believe in the health benefits of medical marijuana and want to provide quality diagnostic uh, testing to support Arizona's dispensaries. Level 1 aims to provide consistent, accurate, and rapid results, Connor says, using um, Agilent mass spectrometry, we are able to obtain the most accurate 
of Measurements for Quality Assurance Purposes. Connor, 25, a graduate of Arizona State University, came up with the idea for Level 1 Labs while working in Colorado's cannabis industry. We wanted to help improve the safety of the program in my home state, and we figured the best way was with science-backed quality assurance. George liked the concept so much, he left a successful law career to form the company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We know that patient safety is on the line, George noted. We choose to conduct business with cannabis professionals who go above and beyond to ensure their patients receive quality medicine. Level one will provide cannabinoid profiles. There we go. Terpene profiles, residual uh, solvent screens, microbial analysis, and pesticide screens. Sample pickup will be available in most areas. While Arizona has no testing requirements, we are in a great position to learn from other states that already mandate testing, Connor explained. Because of mandatory testing, the state of California just caught an extremely well-established lab cheating on results and was able to shut them down in the name of public safety. Currently, Arizona does not have such public health safeguards in place for cannabis. Um, Okay, well, that's pretty awesome. The more um, testing facilities we have, I think, the better. We we need to have a lot more testing facilities around, or people just need to go get their medicines, you know, tested from people that aren't going to skew results like what happened there. Right. It happens everywhere. Um, this is an interesting little article. This is, see how medical marijuana prices differ across the U.S.? What do you think about that? We're going to find out how, how it's going. Depending on where you live in the United States, <clears throat> the price of medical marijuana varies significantly. Here's how marijuana prices compare in several states across the U.S. Arizona, number one. Um, you can get cannabis for 6 to $15 a gram. You can get ounces for eighty to three hundred dollars. Concentrates are thirty to sixty a gram, and edibles range from ten to thirty a gram. So that's pretty good. That's not so bad. Ounces are eighty dollars if those ounces aren't already keep, right? You know, come on. I mean, I don't want to spend eighty dollars on something that's already been keep. That's not making. That angers me. Yeah, California prices. Okay, so it looks like we're lower than California prices. Grams go from nine to twenty dollars. Ounces are one hundred twenty to four thirty. Concentrates uh, per gram is ten to eighty dollars, and edibles go for twelve to twenty six dollars. So their concentrates are a lot less because probably they're doing that. Uh, they're probably working with concentrates a lot more. We also have um, to remind ourselves uh, we have. Is this just in Arizona? No, this is all over. All over. So um, yeah, sorry. Um, so some places get to have a little bit more to grow. Oh, California, you can... You get to have massive a massive amount. So massive amount. when you're growing massive amounts, your your uh, prices on your edibles yeah. are actually lower, and they give away more in California. Do you know what yeah, I mean? they like, do. Like, when, when you go to a place here, your freebies are limited on what you get. When you go to California, you really get loaded up with stuff. Yeah, they really get... They just, like, you almost get as much as you buy in free it, stuff. It's um, crazy. Yeah. Like, Rice Krispie treats that are like oh. ten here are usually well, maybe even like three to sometimes five. Sometimes they there. just throw them in the bag and you're like, here, have one. We love you. Right. It's, um, <laughs> I mean, it's all calculated in that it's coming home with you. It goes towards your amount that you're allowed to have, or does it in California? I don't know what you get to. Yeah, what? Yeah. I know we you only get, get to have a little bit of stuff. Oh but. no, you can have ten pounds if that's what your doctor wrote down on your paper. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Now that it's wreck out there. But it's recreational. It, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
in Colorado, we've got eight to eighteen dollars a gram, ninety-nine dollars to two hundred dollars an ounce. Concentrates are sixteen to sixty bucks a gram, and edibles um, for a hundred milligrams it's ten to twenty-seven dollars. I really and that's about average. Yeah, yeah, I really start to think that we're going to see in these uh, recreational states the. Um, I mean, everyone's always going to still have their flour, mm-hmm. but the concentrates are really where people are going, we're going to start seeing They're some new creations. They're easier to work with. Right. Yeah. We're going to see some really new, cool creations. Yeah. Um, I mean, easier to work with in the sense if you're making edibles, you can throw it into whatever therapeutic oil, coconut oil, hemp oil, rosemary, you have a little bit more measurement. Vegetable. It's easy to measure. You throw a gram of RSO into, you know, uh, one ounce bottle of coconut oil, you've got a thousand milligram tincture right there. Bam, that's right. Each dropper full is about 30 milligrams. Bam, that's so there. You're, I mean, super easy to do that. That math I can do because it's kind of just memorization at this point. <laughs> All right, in Maine, way out middle of nowhere. Maine's pretty cool state for this, too. Oh, um, five to ten bucks a gram. I'm, consider, I'm assuming that's flour. Ounces are 100 to $221. Concentrates are 35 to $74. They haven't really learned how to make cheap concentrates yet. <laughs> and edibles, wow. uh, 10 to 22 bucks. So that's edibles are average. Maine. Well, hmm. that's all right. Massachusetts, uh, grams are 10 to 15 bucks. Ounces are 225 to 350. Concentrates are 25 to $95 a gram. I bet that's for ours, though. You also have to think about these places like Maine, super small, super like small little community. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just the state of itself. Tiny. It's very tiny. Um, tiny little state of Maine. Yeah. You guys are cute, Maine. You're so cute. Maine is so pretty. You've been to Maine. We, it's the size Tuc- of Tucson. Tucson. Have you been there? Never. Oh, my gosh. It really is like a postcard. Uh, you, it's the you, size of Tucson. I can yeah. see that. It's, Tucson's a postcard. Well, it is. But, then but when you go, when you're up and you, you're on, oh, out on the There's little the tiny water towns around With me. the boats. It's really yeah. like, you're like, what? I'm in a postcard. <laughs> you feel I'm like you're in a Norman Rockwell. What? Good time to go is um. You summer? have to go to Red. Yeah. You yeah. have to go to Red's Eats. Okay. Um, and that's on the way to wherever you're going in Maine. Um, even Rick Steve stopped there. Everybody has stopped I there. I love me some Rick Steve. Oh, I love me some Red's Eats. It's lobster and a um, hot dog bun. Fresh lobster. Like little... a lobster roll, huh? Yeah. 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 But it's not just any lobster yeah. roll. <laughs> it's the lobster roll. All right. Michigan, 10 to 20 bucks for a gram. 250 to 340 for an ounce. They don't budge. Wow, that's you just you're gonna get good stuff. Concentrates are 40 to 70 bucks, and edibles for 100 milligrams it's 14 to 30 dollars. Yeah, um, go on the back next time. And then uh, Nevada, uh, eight to 18 bucks for <coughs> excuse me for a gram, which is not bad. Um, ounces are 240 to 320. Again, they're not budging. There's probably some good stuff out there, and people don't keep your weed before you sell it. I can't even believe that. I can't even believe my friend said that. He looked at my, I grew some stuff once when I was able, and he got the magnifying glass out, stuck it all up in there, and he's like, wow, 
you don't keep your weed. And I started laughing. And I'm like, what the hell would I do that for? And he's like, seriously? That's what all the dispensaries do. They keep it, they sell it, and then they sell the seeds. Oh, man. Yeah. We should be uh, inspecting our Clouseau and go into the dispensaries with uh, uh, disguises on. Uh, I guess we can't do that, can we? <laughs> you need to show your card, huh? You can't go in and be an inspector gadget and be like a super secret shopper at the dispensary because you kind of have to show. We could, we could, well, we'll figure that out. There needs to be some sort of um, quality control. You really should see Belle over here. Her face, she's got like, oh, man. Um, I'm gonna, figuring it out. Yeah. Like the wheels are turning. I should right have more tea, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like if she had a bald patch, she would just be like petting it, going, Who are you? All right. Hey, yeah. New Mexico, our neighbor. Hi, New Mexico. That's your Dougie Finest. All right. What do we got going on next door? Eight to eighteen dollars a gram. Wow, their ounces are two thirty three to three thirty seven. Very specifically. <laughs> 233 to 337. Very specific. Um, concentrates are 27 to 68 bucks. Edibles are 9 to 20 dollars. In Oregon, um, we have uh, grams for 3 to 18 bucks. Ounces, 39 dollars. Did you hear that? A three dollar gram. What are we, Uruguay? <laughs> no, they have dollar grams. Ounces for $39. No, no they have dollar grams. So, no, not like oh, Uruguay yeah, at all. It's a dollar gram. Whoa. Ooh, it's GM. a dollar gram. Dollar gram. Um, oh, concentrates are still a little high, 10 to 60 bucks, and edibles are still the same, 12 to 36 bucks. I think, I don't know why that is. Maybe they're just not so, so into making them. Uh, and then Washington State. Uh, grams, they're going for 5 to 18 bucks. Oregon wins the gram, the low gram. We're going to have a, a winner in here for the low gram and low ounce and everything. Oregon's got, so far, Oregon's got both. Um, I think uh, New Mexico did beat them on edibles. Um, Washington's 5 to 18 bucks a gram, 64 to $279 an ounce. They did beat uh, Oregon on edibles, 9 bucks to 60 bucks. I mean, concentrates 9 to 60 bucks and edibles are 18 bucks. All right, who's got the lowest concentrate? I think. Uh, Washington is going to be having that. Or maybe California? Nope. Nope. Um, we're going to go with, with uh, Washington and New Mexico at $9 a gram. Dang. No. Oh, that was for, um, yeah, Washington State, sorry, has the lowest gram concentrate. Oh, wow, Washington State, I bet that's a really good game. <laughs> Hey. hey, how do you know when you're a true stoner? When your bong gets washed more than your dishes. Do it again. No, it's supposed to do this. Oh, I broke the joke thing. <laughs> um. What do you call a pothead with two splits? Double jointed. 
Oh, what do you call one bowl between three chokers? Malnutrition. <laughs> I know, it's sad. Really did break the joke thing. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the kid that overdosed on weed? Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> Why is the roach clip called a roach clip? Because potholder was vegan. <laughs> What do you call a family that grows marijuana in their backyard? Joint family. Um, what do you call a stoner's wife? Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. Mississippi. Officer, how high are you? Stoner. No, it's high up. Officer, hi. No, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? <laughs> um, what do you call money that grows on trees? Marijuana. Uh-huh. Um, what do you call a potato that smokes weed? Ooh, a pothead. A baked potato. Uh, I don't even know where I was. I think I missed our potato head. <laughs> It could be. Or a loaded potato. It could be. Um, let's see. What? How do you know your pothead? You studied five days for a urine test. Oh, man. And finally, what does a mermaid smoke? Seaweed. Ha, ha, ha. No, I broke the joker. Oh, nope, I broke it. That is funny. I broke the whole program. Well, welcome to Leaves Day Wednesday. <laughs> or welcome. I mean, we're leaving. That's it. We're done. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Hey, happy holidays. Six days left. Get your gifts. Be good. Smoke a lot of weed before your relatives come over or whoever's going to bother you comes over. And uh, just be on the deal. You know, be on the, be on the just be chill. Just be calm. Bong rip it up, and we love you, and thank you for a whole nother year. We did it. Whole nother year. Clap for our things out. Love yeah. you guys. We love you guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Keep we'll get to, on listening. We'll see you next week. Um, Canada's going to be with us on the road. He's going to be um, telling us jokes on the road. So, <laughs> Nope, not even then. We'll see you next week. Remember, be smart, be safe, and, and educate. educate. Happy holidays.